I'm Aditya Khanna and with me is Malik Sharma who is an editor and specifically he is a trailer editor from Mumbai. You're based in Mumbai, right? I'm based in Mumbai, yes. And where are you from? Tell us about your uh, background a little bit. I am from Gwalior, but then I studied in your college, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually we should mention this. Uh, both of us uh, were in SEMC, UG uh, in Pune. Yeah. Which, what batch were you? I passed out in 2012, so 2009 to 2012 I was there. So you guys, uh, you guys were the first batch, right? Second batch. I am the, uh, in, right. the I'm in the batch after Dhruv. Right. Cycle. I I uh, like how yeah Dhruv cycle is the most is the breakout right. celebrity. So <laughs> I every time I meet people from uh, our college, it's always people are always measuring their uh, which batch are you after or before Dhruv. It's just yeah, a weird. Who so uh, started? Like, is the celebrity now? Is SIMC? <laughs> it was SIMC back then. Yeah. Now, yeah, it was SIMC when I joined it too. And then next, the second year, they changed the name. I graduated from Symbiosis 2012. Then I was an AD bro for two years, two and a half years actually, in ads. And I used to do, I was in house in a company called Kiss Films, and I used to do post for them as well. Like, you know, okay. you have post AD, post production supervisor was the right. thing. And, then I quit that job because I couldn't, like, I just didn't like being an AD on sets because I, <laughs> I think I don't have the the grit you need to be an AD. It's like a military right. society. Yeah. Then I started because I quit my job. I had picked up editing by then. So I just started doing mm-hmm. editing projects just right. for some money. And yeah, eventually somehow <laughs> I ended up in a company which cuts trailers. Right. Actually, when I started cutting trailers, I didn't even know there was a different whole setup to cut trailers. I thought like there were people, the filmmakers were cutting their own trailers, the exactly. film editors were cutting their own trailers. Yeah. So for me also, it was a surprise to have such an extensive and now it's gotten a bit more recognition. But back then there were like two trailer agencies when I started cutting trailers, two, three big trailer agencies. Hmm. So yeah, man. I just became an editor, first of all, by chance and a <laughs> trailer by another chance, trailer editor by another chance. Okay. And uh, just so you have done a lot of trailers that I know of, like, I think you've done some films that, uh, do you want to tell us which, uh, the trailers of which films you've done? I've done uh, quite a few, man. I've done, uh, <laughs> I did Daddy. I, I've oh. done, I did uh, Death in the Gunge. I did Death in the Gunge both trailers, the one which went to TIFF and right. the one which released in India. Then I've done Sachin, that film which came. I've done Barbar, Excel ka film hai, Barbar Dekho. I've done right. really commercial films like Viridi Wedding and Kareep Kareep Single. Right. And quite a few ones like Blackmail. So yeah, I've done and a lot of web shows also. Quite recently when the whole web show thing has really uh, blown up. Yeah. Blown up in India. So a lot of web shows also post that. Right, right. First of all, I just want to address, you did the trailer for Daddy, which was, yeah. I don't want to say anything, but like it was the best part about Daddy, at least for me. Like it was a very well done trailer, you know. Playing with the film like Daddy is also, the trailer and the teaser came out so well because, you know, it's about the sensibilities also. Mm-hmm. Like Oshim, even the film doesn't work for me fully. But he has that aesthetic to make films a certain way right. and you break things and then things come out well. So yeah, I also really enjoyed cutting it because it was a task because he's a very demanding director, uh, Oshim. 
Hmm. So, yeah, so, it was fun. Uh, being a, I just want to ask you, like, till very recently, you were, as you said, you were cutting trailers. So, hmm. uh, what is it like to enter an industry as a job that is, you know, because usually we are in this industry, like, I'm, I'm a writer primarily. And uh, we kind of do everything. And all our jobs are very, don't exactly have very specific titles. Like, but a trailer, trailer editor is something that is such a specific job. that nobody you were right like nobody like i never thought about you know there'll be like a spe- specific company or like a specific bunch of people who only do trailers so what was it like to enter into that uh, field and how interesting was that just to start off so i'll tell you i'll just give you a background first so basically i was i i i, I used to do long format i was assist- assisting on a film then i was a, an associate on a show called bang baja barat Right. I think it was the first uh, web show, web show, big budget right, right. web show came out in back in two thousand fifteen. Nothing filter copy and all these Amazon, mm-hmm. nothing had started then. So I did that, but then it didn't really work out for me that long format because there was some credit issue and stuff like that. So I was thoroughly disheartened, and I was like out of money and work. So I just joined a company because a friend of mine said, "Ki go like they're looking for an editor. Uh, it's for trailers and promos." I had no idea how this industry works, and I like couldn't understand it for the first two three months actually. So I went and I like they made me cut a trailer, and I cut a trailer. Like, hmm. I saw two three trailers, and then I just like made a trailer, and it worked for them, and then they hired me. Uh, but. i was like as i entered the industry i really didn't know how it functioned for a year like i was just cutting trailers because you when you enter a company you just hmm. go in that you know like Cocoon. space and yeah. you just do like a daily thing you cut trailers you don't realize like how the industry works but later i like slowly just like i figured out how the industry works and how many people are actually there cutting trailers and how films give out like there's a like trailers companies like a production house will not just give out the trailer to a company mostly so you have to pitch oh, like how okay. uh, filmmakers uh, these ad film production houses pitch for ads by giving them like you no know, treatment notes and all yeah. yeah similarly like they give out the film or parts of the film or basic lineups of the film once a film is made and then they ask people to pitch hmm. so a lot of it is pitching uh for which people, most of the times companies don't get paid <laughs> it's just yeah. like so that's the whole business and it's really cutthroat because there are two three big trailer agencies now two really big trailer agencies and they do the majority of the work like okay the work they just like somehow get it through relations and mm. like other ways of getting work they basically do majority of the work but it still goes out to people and people attempt and cut trailers for films right. it's just like a pitching business like you cut a trailer if they like it they'll work on it with you they'll approve yours and then they'll like like they'll be back and forth and then tell you right oh uh, and i just want to ask you uh, do you ever like did you ever feel the pressure of being a trailer editor because like the trailer is the first thing that people are going to see yeah. about the movie it's going to sell immense yeah. pressure not because honestly i really as a trailer editor the amount of work you do hmm. uh to get that film is so so much there's so much pressure that by the end of it you really don't care about the film okay <laughs> <laughs> so the, the pressure of the film performing or the trailer working the, the pressure of winning the pitch is so much 
that that's the only pressure you feel throughout like people are just cutthroat like you're working to, like till 3 4 in the night right. trying to crack it trying to outpace the other trailer agency so that your trailer goes first and they have a look at it first hmm. so it's really cutthroat and it's actually that's one of the reason why i quit also because like cutting trailers because i realized the amount of politics and the amount of uh hard work which goes into cutting a trailer the recognition mm. is not even yeah. half of how you put in because people don't understand like they yeah. think acha trailer hai i mean it's happening slowly but i mean just like our industry like any other part of our industry trailers are just as i mean it's very very stressful right right like i like cuz i would just imagine that filmic especially like the producers would be really uh, you know in about uh, what exactly goes out in the trailer and how because so if now, a trailer doesn't work it basically yeah. can tank the entire film i've done films which are so bad that even after having having a good trailer they don't do well <laughs> but but the thing is that now there is this whole scene with co-productions no hmm. so like a film will not be produced by say a uh, dharma there will be a co-production with another production house let's say right. ek ta ko producer there's three four co producer everyone has a say everyone looks at the film differently everyone wants the film to like show like the trailer to show like something else only right so a lot of it is expectation management a lot of it is trying to figure out ki bro uh, kisko khush rakhna hai right. bhai so it's that dude like it's i i it's it's a really 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 like for independent films it's okay Huh. you have one producer and they're just trying to show the like a death in the gun is okay because yeah. you like that kind of work i also enjoy because you are working with the producer the makers and stuff like that right. but for the big films it's a mess did you ever work like, with the most light branch of filmmaking um, the marketing department <laughs> you, you end up working <laughs> with them <only. laughs> right how what is that like because i would imagine because like whenever i work on anything even as a writer we hear stuff from you know the marketing department already like for the web at least where they're like oh this can't go because a brand will have to you know and they're yeah. very very i would imagine that's it 10 times so like a big film ka trailer so but the thing i'll tell you one more thing like my experience you know, i worked with like marketing people otherwise also leaving the so i understand what you're saying right. but with a trailers i think marketing people are actually at times saviors so what happens with trailers is a lot of directors come in thinking they made this film and they have a certain view of the film and like whatever you try and do they like nahi vibe nahi aa raha this is not right this is not right marketing people because they know their strategy and they at least like the good people have figured it out ki matlab hmm. this is this is what we want from this film this is how we are projecting the whole campaign so they actually sort of help in trailers i feel because they are clearer like because there's so many ways of cutting a trailer like you right. can take one film and cut 500 trailers and you'll still be able to cut the five, like those like the 501 trailer like hmm. the next trailer which will be different than the 500 right. trailers which all is right. already been cut so there's so many ways of doing it that like that's where marketing people i think at times are saviors in trailers they hmm. come in and they say bro this is what we want like this is what how a campaign is and this is what is working for us for the trailer Right. Otherwise, people are get indulgent and they want like five hundred yeah. dialogues they think are good, 
but right. they, they, they were helping the story or they were so, like yeah. there was this one i remember the worst trailer i ever saw was this uh, some i think it was a ramgopal verma web series that never came out which had eight different uh, quotes like just quotes great quotes from great people type of thing just weird ramgopal verma <laughs> doesn't uh, that's not a trailer i mean it's a short film <laughs> yeah it's a, it was yeah it was like a 5 minute trailer or something it was really it's long like nudity and stuff ugly dialogues ugly yeah or of a vibe if someone is just abusing the other person. that i don't think any trailer agency was involved in it i think rangupal varma was sitting in his office <laughs> making interns move around yeah. premier uh i just want to ask you, are you working full time as an editor like now yeah. now you said you're not doing trailers but you're doing long form editing yeah, i'm but... doing long form right now so I just th- made that i did a show i think mm-hmm. your friend also lakshmi narayan show uh, ashwin right ashwin overtime yeah, so the shows called overtime, overtime yeah. yeah so you said when you came in to the industry from college you uh, became an ad and then you took like this jump into editing was that only because of like job like money questions or, or but now you are but now you are uh, only working as a, as an editor right so do you plan to make that jump back again or is this a conscious decision that you want to move work so, as no, an editor what happened was that I realized being an AD that I just didn't like it. Hmm. It just didn't work for me because I saw all these, especially in ads, because there was probably in films it's even worse because I have no idea how people right. work in films. At in least ads, in ads, ads you like, get paid. <laughs> At least yeah, in ads you I mean, get paid. I was young, no, I was like yeah. I was hardly getting paid then. Uh, but m- m- more than the money, it was just like the whole constant this thing of like working like like. 14 hours a day which is mm. still the case but back then and for really shitty thing where your name doesn't even come <laughs> no one cares you get right. it so i was really really fed up of it and like so much so that i just quit like i had no plans i had no money left and that's why i started editing because i knew how to edit so right. i had uh, this editor who was like sort of a friend later i saw her also and she said she started giving me thoda bahut work her work hmm. they used to assist her she was sayukta kaza she edited tumbar and then she edited oh. patal look recently so i worked with her and she was really helpful tab ki matlab like because i had no work and no money so i just called her and she's like okay come help me out with this so i started editing in back knowing back in my head that i'm not an editor per se because right. it doesn't come to me naturally to be an editor i'm not that guy who just sit and like edit Like, mm. my mind doesn't work like that only and that's why i struggled thoda sa in the beginning when it came to long format because i was not able to adapt to cutting other people's work like they make like they make a web show you sit and edit it but mm. like you need to as an editor realize that you are adding to it you're not making it your own exactly so that whole struggle was there so that's when i started cutting trailers i think Hmm. like that's when i started enjoying trailer trailers because i had like gone through that phase when i realized i was thoda struggling with long format thinking ki matlab like people are it was like i was not really enjoying enjoying it right. i was not even skilled enough as an editor by then to really enjoy long format or cut it well so i realized like i made that switch back to being in ad for a month and then i'm like i was lost <laughs> what to do right. so then i this job came my way and i thought i'll take it up for 2 3 months and see how it goes and but i stuck by it for 4 5 years mm. cutting trailers because i started enjoying it with trailers at least you're doing your own thing 
you get my right. point like i didn't right. have, i got to make my, like it's all on me to cut a trailer right so that way trailers so you know it's really it's really interesting to me now that the industry has really blown up i mean by comparison like you graduated in 2012 right mm-hmm. i uh, i started college in 2013 with the intention yeah. of joining the industry so even like by the time i joined it it had started blowing up a little bit and there were more jobs available but you know there is this it's kind of cruel in a way uh, that that so far like when even i was in college the only way that we knew how to ent- enter the industry was being an ad and being an ad is a very specific type of job which is like you like as you said you need to have a very Logistic different kind of temperament and a sk- and a logistical skill uh to it right so it's not just to anybody like cuz so many people that we meet but that's still the perception that you know if you want to go you have to be an ad even though if you want to be a writer or you want to do anything people like kind of which is unfortunate but i think it's changing sort of now yeah. because with all uh like small production houses who make their own content and not for like like let's say a filter copy or a tda right. all these digital sort of vibeala uh, people they i think they like they showed people that they are more more to it also no earlier that was the case like everyone was like the ad also and this was mm. like everyone who wants to enter the industry start off being if you don't have a particular skill like right. if you want like want to be an editor you become an assistant editor you go right. like this you but like otherwise if you are skillless and you know like not skillless if you don't right? if you don't have particular technical skills is what you mean yeah you you're also yeah. figuring it out you know like yeah. for me also figuring right. it out i like when being an ad was the only thing yeah. i saw cuz you I start off with just i just want to make movies that's what you start with and then yeah. then you, when you're asked what exactly do you want to do it's like a bit of a blank uh, at exactly. that point so yeah which is why so many people go for ading <laughs> the thing is that half the ad's don't become directors Hmm, like you get my point yeah. ad make you a uh, sort of director these days like especially right. now like you like i mean with few brands like big production houses like dharma you work for them for 10 years and then you get a director film yeah. that's also right. but you there are other ways also to direct like to to you know make your own stuff these days it's and really like, yeah and it's very interesting because every person that i interact with from my industry and different people is everybody has a very specifically carved out path and earlier it used to just be that ad like what you said you if you want to make a big budget if your idea of filmmaking is you want to make a big budget bollywood film then you have to work for a dharma yashraj for 15 years and then yeah. get out over there and then eventually they might let you if they like you enough they will let you make a film but now people like you can just sort of make a show pitch it to anybody and then hopefully yeah. get made or something like that right yeah, that's the thing my friends actually lot of them have uh, like a friend of mine is now working with abhishek chobe they're trying mm-hmm. to develop a writer show and he was a post producer before and then mm-hmm. he just started writing so to like side man then it worked for him a friend of mine made i edited a film recently a friend of mine made a crowd funded of film and made it i mean that's lot of options so now there's so many ways of making mm-hmm. films and doing Uh, things you want to do without really being an indie yeah and you know one thing i just want to mention about this as as a writer i am very uh, envious of people with a technical skill i mean i can edit i can i'm i know my way around premiere or whatever but i really envy people who like professionally know how to work the camera or you know work the editing software because 
it's just such a short shot uh employment scheme in a way when you think about because there's always going to be work for you i feel if you're a, if you're in the technical field and if you're good at it if you're even half decent at it uh yeah. there is so much editing work. there is so much uh camera work that's out there i mean that's also there is another problem with that not with camera actually because camera what happens is because no one really like if you don't know camera you don't know camera yeah but like editors there's still a lot of uh i mean and not a bad thing per se but a lot of mm. people doing courses from com- uh, institutes like mac and mm. you know smaller institutes which like teach you editing in 6 months and they come out and they do few of them do very well also but they know how to they wear on the machine right so that makes it uh, for upcoming editors very difficult hmm. you have to i mean in that landscape also it's very difficult to make it uh, like let's say you start like you start off with 15 grams when you are intern as an editor and hmm. then you keep doing that job for 5 years and uh, you reach 50000 let's say per month and hmm. then the employer fires you because then he hires someone else yeah I mean, it's just as bad, bro. I I think there is a major need in 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 this industry to have regulations. Hmm. But what <laughs> type, like what that. type of regulation do you mean? Like government regulation, union regulation? Union. Word. But the right. union has to be more like like in America, like hmm. the workers which are decided. There are there's money which is decided. Like you you're not at like here. I feel you'll be fifty five and you've done twenty since and you can still be out of work. Hmm. You get my point. Yeah, because someone doing it for cheaper and has replaced you, and they found a way around it to save money. And that's so, so consistent I, across the board. That's like mm-hmm. not just that's in every when you think about actors, filmmakers, yeah. writers, every like you read that uh, across the board. We read news stories about people. You know, somebody made some legendary film back in the day, and now they're out of work. An editor, mm-hmm. a technician. Yeah. Like Kundan Shah, look at Kundan Shah. Made Jaane Bhi To Yaro and made two three right. other films also. Jaane Bhi To Yaro was the major breakout film. Hmm. I think he died uh, really like he died in Recently, a one BHK yeah. flat. One BHK flat he was living in as he like hmm. died. I mean, imagine someone who was so not. I mean, he he was not like a kashya, right. but he had made like a film back then which did something, but right. just then. Went unknown, couldn't make any more film, more film. So I think it's there throughout the whole idea of, you know, staying relevant is there everywhere. But in India, it's it's like a survival fight. Hmm. It's I I don't think it's like in other countries like people go through existentialist stuff like he Woody Allen is not able to make a film like sort of a vibe. They write right. films about that. India is survival. For you to survive, it's so cutthroat, and you're just always under stress. in this industry to just to be relevant ki matlab like right. for you to keep in work how do you stay relevant so cut your money's down to hmm. shit work for less money you made a very uh, important point which i think which is about how do you stay relevant and i have always think, thought about this that do you think it's also to do with you know the circle that you hang around with like today for example i whatever work i have gotten is because of the college i went to like i'm pretty aware of that you know like cuz my friend worked at some place who knew i could write well so he recommended me to somebody else and then i got some other job so how like it's also very uh, cliqueish that way right like in terms of like getting work and staying relevant ki yeah you have to be you friends with the right people idea. yeah i mean it's all there really like you see it in fti a lot hmm. like a lot of there's this whole thing of an fti lobby you no know? like all these 
people who come out in their industry, a lot of them, all most of our technicians, good technicians also, come through FTI. Right. And they make a lobby and then they take the dream of the work. Like, they, I mean, they all struggle also. Right. But it's there. I mean, you, I mean, it, it, it's like for me also, a lot of, I'm still working mostly with people from my college. Ashwin is from my, my junior, no? like, 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 he's my batch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working with them or other people. Like I I'd normally work with our people. I'm somehow met through the people I'm like met in college. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. that only. I mean, it's true. Which is kind of scary because when you think about it, like if somebody comes in randomly, it's really hard for them to find work or even like to know where do I, where do I go to, where should I send my CV or whatever. With me also, I, when I started working in promo shop for the longest time, a lot of people like, because I just suddenly switched for me, at least the thing was that because now I'm st- I started working with my college group again, but before mm-hmm. that for four years in my life, I was actually not working with uh, my college people uh, because I was in promo shop and they had this really niche sort of a work like you know like there are not many trailer editors in town people don't even know now so we yeah. were working I was working in that uh, space and I think that one experience when I was sort of in that way where I was not you know I was not dependent on people I know for work was I realized like how do you pitch yourself also as an editor or you know how do you pitch yourself to producers or you know things to get work so that, that you know, in a way, it's helpful also because then you learn. <laughs> right. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any favorite trailers of your own? I do. I will. Uh, I really like how A24 cuts their trailers, man. Oh man. I really. Yeah. Really, yeah. So hereditary, I really like. I'm a really uh, a big horror geek. Okay. So I am nice. really into horror films. So like, I really like how A24 like Midsummer. Right. Hereditary. Oh, you've seen really Midsummer. Like yeah, 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 I haven't seen it I yet. It's been on my watch list for so I long. I see all horror films from all all over the world, bro. <laughs> nice. Other than that, I I mean, they're good. Like like good trailer. I mean, any trailer which sort of like you know, in editing, uh, people figure out ways to stay like stay fresh. Right. Like in trailers, that's the thing because all trailers eventually, like you see Marvel trailers or you see huh. Bollywood trailers, they all look the same, bro. Like exactly. the story is huh. the same effect. But I like trailers when they do something else. So like, uh, which like you know, like with the whole hereditary trailer, the whole sound of right, right throughout a very good motif, like they've used throughout the trailer and beautifully. And then they've turned the story around also in a way when you're watching the film, it doesn't mm. get spoiled. Which is very important because what happens is a lot of trailers give out too much, I feel, and you're forced to give out, especially in Bollywood, a lot of trailers give out the whole story. So I like, while you're watching it, you sort of like, you know, taken away the intrigue of the film, like the whole, like small things the director is building, small suspense, like not saying that hmm. but just like the whole, you know, like you see a, like a shot after it's so like minute while you're watching a trailer, you see one shot and then you see another shot, which somehow connect. Right. In the film also it's the same way. So you fucking guessed it. Right. Like, you know, right. like, so you can't like that whole skill. Uh, I mean, that whole, uh, not giving away too much. It's very difficult. I think the most yeah. difficult part of cutting a trailer and a lot of trailers don't even attempt to not do that. Exactly. Cause yeah, it I must like be this. like a tightrope, right? Because you, you're dealing with so much information 
and it even is. you want to make it interesting but then you can't put in the parts yeah. I, i saw uh, recently that film which came out no bulbul have you seen it bul no i have to it's on netflix right yeah it's supposed yeah. to be so really i want to talk about it so that trailer i think spoiled the film for me because it just showed me like it, and it's not even bro it's not even like in a trailer they are putting the dialogue key this is the reveal hmm. you get my but what they do is like they just because even montages they're trying to connect the montage right? and they'll just give you the hint and it just stays right. in your head the 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 moment the film starts you've guessed it so that right. they, a lot they give you the 2 plus 2 of it like then you can just yeah. sort of connect the dots it's fine you like just two shots in the trailer which you can miss also if you're not watching it hmm. like the concentration but if you are it'll just spoil it for you one of my uh, in fact since you uh, did the death in the gun trailer i this is one part of it that i remember which was really cool i thought which was the mm-hmm. last shot before it cut to black which was uh, i think it was jim salb's character and gulshan devaiya i think it was both uh, and then down into the, the yeah they looked down the bonnet yeah that was that tentative shot and they were saying something about a dead body like should we turn the body around yeah. which was like a very macabre thing to sort of say which i thought was a cool addition to, yeah. to that yeah yeah just suddenly change because you've seen you know, just thoda tonally also different no suddenly mm-hmm. tantino so you're right. like that's what really works for trailers when you right. really break it's, it's a different grammar only for cutting trailers that's why a lot of you will see all these really big editors they can't cut trailers mm-hmm. trailer cutting is a very specific job because you know you have to really understand how to with like ओवरवेलमिंग like for you to when you get a film which has so much like mm. in two hours you just fill with things to make a trailer out of and you're just overwhelmed by the end of it ki matlab like how do you cut it put it together keeping it interesting at the same time you know right not uh, giving away so much so i think from my experience at least i feel cutting trailers good trailers is the most complicated editing job ever and that's why in america i think uh, trailer editors are paid way more than film editors because for real yeah 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 because so much money goes into cutting hmm. trailers even there there the whole pitching system is there it's not like right. you may just hire someone but for big production they everyone pitches and what happens is like let's say you make a uh, avengers you give out the film and then they'll cut one guy's trailer one unit will get picked another person's another unit will get picked so they just pick units from these companies and pay them accordingly hmm. so yeah they get paid a lot yeah like trailers like for the like you feel ki matlab like for a film a whole trailer campaign which includes songs for bollywood films and like tv promos and all huh. a company charges 35 to 40 lakhs yeah for a big film hmm fuck so there's a lot of money involved in trailers by say ki that's why it's so cutthroat yeah. because there's so much money involved i mean it makes sense also of course um yeah. another thing i just want to i just want to ask you about what is the difference between like you mentioned earlier also but how much is there is it like night and day when you're cutting like a big film like a bar bar dekho and as opposed to like a film like uh, death in the gunch do, do you it have is. do you have more freedom do you have 
do you, can you See, try I, more I, things or was it what is it have more freedom uh while cutting independent films because independent films you hardly pitch Hmm. So you work with the in, director. In, in independent of, films, uh, independent filmmaker pitches. You yeah, 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 you can't please do it. So, Death in the Gunge and like the smaller, even Daddy was not a Daddy was not a big production house. Daddy right, was right. so he also came to a promo shop where I was working, and he didn't go anywhere else. Hmm. But so see, I see. I think that's where the problem lies. So what happens is uh, there's this whole ecosystem of marketing people and uh, like they give out films to different this thing and like you know people in india or actually all over the world they t- trying to follow the trend hmm. rather than creating their own trend so let's say one thing works so everyone wants their trailer or their marketing campaign to looks exactly like that and that's where the problem lies right majorly so that's the difference what happens with uh, big production houses is because they give it to let's say four agencies and uh, like uh, they filmed to get a trailer to get pitches so everyone is now second guessing ki what do they want mm. like you're just second guessing ki matlab like okay this film is this this you'll see their earlier trailers you like probably they like this you they like this they like this so you have 50 things going on the back of your head to win that pitch so you do like end up making products which look similar like all bollywood trailers will look similar because they have you know gone around it and then the second guess ki acha last time they did this this worked for them this worked for them so this they like this they like so it eventually becomes the same thing like the same sort of a vibe ki wo goli chalegi fir dhuk 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 drone music aayega my favorite is my favorite is when the gun this they don't do much anymore i think early 2000s there'll be a gunshot and the screen will crack like that was like i do still do Police right. cop films, income they come and they'll start ah. shooting and then go through the title and then right. Yeah, it must also so be yeah, annoying I, to do like big films because like you have to do so much of the star jerk off, no? Like you have to show their for face. So I won't like I won't get into details, but I've been <laughs> on films when like I've cut a trailer, ah. and then the producer has liked it, and then eventually you I've worked day night two months to cut one trailer, okay. Hmm. Two cut one trailers. You 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 work. Two editors are cutting two different trailers, and then like their ego battle between the two editors also because <laughs> you work so much. And then when your trailer doesn't go, you're like fuck. Two months waste over. So that sort of a vibe. And I work work work, and like you, the trailers get get slow. You I you take a day off from work. You like chilling, and then you realize one star saw the trailer and he. He or she went like, "Ki bro, ki mera isme pura nahi dikha rahe. You have to recut the trailer." <laughs> so I've gone through that. I have really gone through it, and a lot of people have a say because trailers. So you can do thousand things. Right. So you, everyone wants to try. So you half of the time is servicing only in trailers. Right. You're just servicing people's egos, massaging their egos, <laughs> sadly, and you're trying to uh, with big films. You're just trying to second guess. You're always trying to second guess. Right. कि मतलब क्या चलेगा और क्या नहीं चलेगा. I think is कोई फिल्म देखे या नहीं देखे ट्रेलर देख लेते हैं most लोग. Yeah, and trailers become so huge there are people yeah. reacting to trailers people have made yeah. a job out of that like this jb ko a jb ko oh my god i want to talk about this this is this is my interesting do you ever get pissed when you watch trailer reactions by this jb ko a dude or the, the hundreds of those that i'm really fond of i'll be really honest with you i used to watch when i used to cut trailers ha huh. even like it dawned upon me so stupid but people really look Like let's say, so trailer editors at times you do five films and only one trailer goes out. 
right right so and people you don't get called for uh, parties your name mm. doesn't come in your credit title sequence so you mm. like I have had people come to me after I got death in the gun. Or good trailer, but like you're like, "Acha, what's up?" You get that right. But I find them very annoying, dude. I find them very annoying, especially Firans doing it. Yeah. Because my problem is all these Firans come and then they watch and they're like, "Everything they see is good only for them." Yeah, yeah. They don't, yeah. They, don't they don't dare criticize because they know they don't know who is who. No. Back down. No, they'll yeah. be like, "Keep copying to them." For them, it's all is it's all audience. So it's not the minute they criticize someone, some they don't know who they're criticizing. It they don't know if it's a Salman or like a Chunky Pandey. So they might mm-hmm. piss off the wrong audience, which is and the thing is, it kind of sucks that a lot of these trailer reactions get a lot more attention than the films or the trailers themselves sometimes, because they yeah. have become such insanely huge think, creators. I think it's a lot to do with the fact like how. Indians that in general look up to Firans. So all these yeah. Firans, they're like, oh, what is a Firang? What is someone mm-hmm. else talking? It's all nationalism. Also, I feel <laughs> so all these guys are like, oh, what are these Firans who are ahead of us yeah. and who are like people aspire to be like a Firang, right? Like, the way right. the way you talk. So I think it's that also. Ki people are like, oh, what are they thinking about mm. us? So there's that whole vibe, you know, and then I think that's how they, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's I that find... classic white gaze thing, no? like we want to satisfy, yeah, yeah. like we just want to make sure that they, if they have given us their, their approval, that means it's all good. Like it's, yeah, a, yeah. Like they're making Avengers and they're uh, liking our this thing. So we are doing good as a nation. Sort yeah. Of I remember when so Bahubali, this, the biggest of this I saw when Bahubali had released and everybody was like, oh, this is India's answer to Troy. And I'm like, nobody asked India a question, you know, question, like nobody, yeah. nobody gives a shit. Like just make cool things because you like it. Don't, but yeah. yeah. No, but it's that whole thing. You're always looking for approval. Huh. Exact reaction to that. But so huge, dude. Like the amount yeah. of uh, people reacting these days is in, like the last time I went on some reaction, I bought some trailer I had cut and I just wanted to see. It was so shitty. I don't even remember the name of the film. I wouldn't even say the name of the film. <laughs> it was so bad. I wanted to see like, how, what are people thinking? And I typed in trailer reaction. Mm-hmm. There were 20 people who had reacted to it. From people from Pakistan, to people, Indian right. people to... Right, right. Uh, and it's just thing. And people are getting like... like like really shitty reaction when they're just looking at the film and they're like, ah, yeah, they, the worst of it is like, you know, reaction itself is a very, very, very lowbrow yeah. thing to do. First of all, yeah. but upar se, there are some of them who are so shameless where they just watch the full thing and they will yeah. hurry. And you know, now what these uh, Jabi Kuwait type of people have started doing, they have uh, started watching full web series. So they watch, they yeah, no, so the- they, they've on their channel, they'll play like say pictures or whatever, right? They will play the show episode one to five. They will play it the full episode while they're watching and they're just quiet the entire time. And they just kind of, and it's just, I, I mean, the companies let them do it because it's not impeding on their market in any way. And it's white people. So I'm sure they like that attention also, 
but it's kind of funny you know like it's kind of weird because that did these... people yeah so people who imagine you're go- going through a 40 minute long video of a 40 minute long show <laughs> which you already seen trying to see what the other person is thinking of it something you have not even made then <laughs> that, that yeah. itself is a piece of pagda which shows my, <laughs> my, dude i have a lot of uh, anti jabi ko ek like opinions like i i have gone through his patreon page he has uh-huh. a patreon page by the way where he will where i can't yeah, believe this dude charges money to watch other people's content like i can't believe that that is actually a thing like as if he is not profited off it enough he's, he, i think he's very funny also because his critique also even like uh, of a trailer or anything is so basic <laughs> yeah like, you know, like like it's not as if like there's this guy who's really smart all these mm-hmm. you know like commenting on something so it's helpful also when you see right. it ki matlab kuch ko like you're taking up it's so basic like mm. you're like i think that's why it works also because it's so basic anything right. which i think right. even like anything which is basic works like in general in yeah. india especially it's a like so lowest common denominator like somebody watches a trailer and then in suggested is a trailer reaction now you want to know what somebody else thinks of the same trailer and yeah, yeah. that's it's true that so i like i like some of the youtubers who do those trailer reactions like even people who live outside of india they but they also do reviews like you know their reviews i find very interesting because that that is where i'm getting like a unique perspective on on india yeah. you know from somebody else which still makes sense but as we started doing this the, yeah jb going i don't think is the this thing <laughs> yeah. jb going is just bad i yeah. like when i started watching jb koe when i started cutting trailers he, he used to get the highest number of uh, right. views and then i'll be like Then I went through his channel and I saw a short film he had made, like trying oh. to reenact uh, Star Wars or something. Uh. And I say, "Fuck, my love, this guy is very basic. Like, it's yeah. not as if, like, like that's why it's working." But I think, mm. like, I guess, works for people. People like right. white people. It's sort of them showing superiority, you know? Like, you, uh. we are like, look, we are superior. You like our shit. <laughs> so right, right. right. So that's the nice thing, JP. another thing how has the pandemic affected your work because nobody can go without talking about this now yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. so has it because i'm just wondering because in our in, in like the film uh, whatever in content film web whatever you want to call it like that industry people like there is a full binary of people who don't have work at all and there are people who have too much work now because there's so many new subscribers like where do you fit into all of this i i, I have a lot of work Right. <laughs> nice. But I I don't have work which I wanted. So basically, I'm doing a project right now, which is this hmm. uh, docu show for Qatar's channel, and it is sort of a propaganda shit. Them trying to watch up <laughs> is that, and I'm completely okay. Like I'm in terms with how yeah. badly they propagate the idea of Qatar being so great, and it basically shows Qatar. It's a docu series, and you they've gone and interviewed all these people who are involved in the World Cup. Hmm. and the whole organization of it and they've been cutting a show out of that so i said no for it uh pehle but because the pandemic hit and then all my projects got stalled because they were not shooting anymore so i started i'm doing that so i'm like i think money wise monetary i'm sorted hmm. <laughs> but i'm doing just like like shit work the pan- work pandemic has done has made me do like pick up anything which comes right. my way but it, it's too like i have a lot of friends who are really struggling with not having work because they're not shooting especially mm. like a lot of uh, now i think the work 
thing has started again like people are making stuff again so work is coming in but for the, like for 3 months there was no work at all because like shoots are not happening at all and i think we've been through almost an hour of this so mm-hmm. we're sort of nearing the yeah. end so yeah i'll just for sure so yeah thank you molik for doing this uh, this Good was man. fun yeah.